Hi, you're listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. I'm Rachel, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Amber and Stephanie. Happy May, ladies. How have you been? Busy. Doing good. <laughs> yes, very busy. Um, scheduled a cruise since our last episode, so I'm excited about that. Ooh, which one did you choose? We are going... Um, to one that leaves from Miami and goes to Cozumel and Castaway, and it's on the Dream. Oh, that's gonna be awesome! I love Cozumel. It'll be my first time in Cozumel, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. Hoping to get a little like taste of the city. I know it's a very like touristy town, but one of the things that's important to me when I sail is I want to like experience a little bit of the culture when I go to these places. So hopefully we do more than just the beach, but we'll see what's there and we'll see what happens. We, um, we've gone out to Tulum from Cozumel and there is the, I cannot think of the name of the ruins. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's actually right on the water as well um so it's kind of like it's half history getting to see these mayan ruins and then some beach time so that's a pretty cool excursion i remember is this a five night western is that what it is yes yeah that's the one we did over spring break i don't know if i looked on the um list of excursions and i don't know if i saw that one um, but I did do the one that Rachel recommended, the furry catamaran. So that takes you out on the catamaran boat and you get to snorkel and it looks like they have like a little water park area with like inflatables that the kids can do and beach. So I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Well, we've got a super fun show tonight. We're doing a little bit of dreaming here on the pod. And we're going to be talking about our Disney vacation bucket list items. So the only parameter for this show is that the picks have to be pertaining to Disney travel in some way, shape, or form, but it could be anything. It could be a type of trip you want to take, a restaurant you're dying to try, an activity that you want to incorporate into your vacation. You get the idea. If there's overlap between us, that's okay. But if there are repeats, we won't dwell on them for too long after we've already discussed them. We're each going to pick two items that are on our Disney bucket list, and we're going to go ahead and extend the fun and make this a two-part series. So, Stephanie, why don't you kick us off? All right. So, top of my list right now is Alani. Um, I want to be able to explore Hawaii and, you know, everything that it has to offer, but know that I'm going to be getting the Disney touch and service. Um, A lot of the a lot of the resorts out there um, carry like the Hilton or Marriott name. And then there's also some that are just independent and I've heard some horror stories. <laughs> so um, I know that I'm going to be taken care of with Disney. Um, and I love that the design of the resort was made specifically with local culture and local people in mind. Um, after our last cruise, Lilo and Stitch is pretty big in my house right now. And I think it would be fun to let the kids see Hawaii like they see when they watch the movie, um, but also have the opportunity to let them have some time in the kids club and get some adult time with my husband. Awesome. Yeah, this one's on my list too, Stephanie. I'm dying to get out there. It's just the plane ride is what's keeping me 
<laughs> in the budget, in the budget. <laughs> yeah. And the, um, time difference. Um, I, mm-hmm. I did have the opportunity to go last year for my husband's 40th birthday. Um, but with the time that we had budgeted, like through like work and stuff, it just, it didn't make sense to go out there just for four days. So, yeah, I went out there, um, in high school and then also in my twenties and you honestly need like two weeks just because, yeah. you know, the time change and everything. What is the time difference out there? It's six, five or six. Yeah. From Eastern time zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like the both, I just remember the both times that I went the whole first day. I know you're not supposed to do this, but that's what happened. I slept when I got there. I was just t- exhausted. Yeah. So the jet lag is real, but I know you're supposed to just like hit the ground running. I don't know. I have a friend whose husband, um, he was TDY out there and she went with him and they just stayed on Eastern time. Oh, wow. (laughs) They were getting up at like three in the morning. I'm like, no, no, thanks. (laughs) No way. (laughs) I don't know a ton about Hawaii, but I do know that if you find a tiki statue on the beach, like the Brady Bunch, I learned from them that you should just leave it alone. Don't pick oh, it up. Oh, is it bad luck? Yes, very. <laughs> okay, good. I know they have like a little scavenger hunt with, um, mm, I'm not even going to try. They, they, there's a Hawaiian name for these little statues that they've hidden all around like this hiking trail at Alani. Um, and there's a lot of history telling along with that. And that seems like it'd be really cool to do with the kids. Yeah. Mm, Nice. Right. Hawaii is a good pick. Amber, what, what are you going with? All right. So my first bucket list item is going to be right here on the East coast. And that is at Disney world and the keys to the kingdom tour. Um, I have wanted to do this one ever since I heard about it, basically, Um, The tour was paused recently during COVID, but then has recently restarted again. Like I said, I've always wanted to do the tour, but I think I need to wait until I'm on a kid-free trip because it's a long one. It's a five-hour tour and a lot of walking. So I'm not sure if my young kids would be up for that, but I think it's probably mandatory for nerdy Disney adults like me because you learn a lot about the park's history and one of the highlights is getting to see the utilidors, which is the underground tunnels that run underneath the parks. Can I give a fun fact about this? Cause I just booked it for somebody. Yes, yes. It is only for adults. You have to be 16 or older Ooh. to do it. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that until I literally booked it. I had no idea. Yeah. I was so. thinking it was like 12 <laughs> or something, but okay, it's 16. Yeah. That's good to know. Do you guys know of anybody that's done this? Have you talked to anybody that, with any feedback about it? Yeah, I've, re- I've talked to a couple people who have done it and they all rave about it and say it's well worth the cost. Mm-hmm. It's a reasonable price. I don't know yeah, right offhand, but it's like less than $100 per person, which is reasonable. Especially for a five-hour tour. Does it include a meal? Yes, it includes lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't, don't quote reasonable. me on that. Like if I'm wrong about the cost, um, send your hate mail to Rachel Kastner, spelled <laughs> I had a feeling that was coming. 
Amber, do you have any adult only trips coming up that you could like squeeze this into? Um, I don't have any on the calendar, but the agency is talking about one possibly in November. So we'll see maybe then. Cool. Okay. I guess I'm up next. Let me um, see what I put here. I have so many. It was so hard to narrow these down. Um, all right. So my very first one is the Adventures by Disney Riverboat Cruise. And if you are familiar with Adventures by Disney, you will know how um, amazing these trips look. If you aren't familiar with Adventures by Disney, go back and look at our previous episodes because we did a whole episode about it. But the Riverboat Cruises, there are three options. There is um, the Danube, the Seine, and the Rhine itineraries. And the Rhine is on my bucket list and it has been for several years now. So this one starts in Switzerland. It travels through France. It goes through multiple cities in Germany and it ends in Amsterdam. And the European river boats can hold around 190 passengers max. So this is a really unique way to get to experience Europe. It's obviously group travel, but it's Disney style. So it's complete with their designated adventure guides, the amazing customer service Disney is known for hassle-free travel, which is a, a big selling point for me. It includes the transportation, transfers, snacks, an array of amenities. You sleep on the boat. So there's no like moving your stuff from hotel to hotel and lugging everything around and much more. And how amazing would it be to go to bed and wake up in a different European city every day? That would be super amazing. So... I don't know if either of you have read The Goldfinch, but I just finished <laughs> reading it today. And I'm like, Germany and Amsterdam, I'm like, maybe not right now, but no, mm-hmm. it, it does sound amazing. Um, it's just, those are featured heavily in the book. And Oh, I haven't read it. Don't spoil those countries for me. <laughs> I want to no. go there. I'm like, I'm 75% German. So I'm like, oh, I really want to go to Germany. <laughs> now those, those do sound really amazing. Um, I think anything, you just can't go wrong with ABD, but um, especially those smaller boats being with that group of people. Being I think too, like, people. I really want to go to Europe, but my kids, like, they're in that age where they probably could handle it, but maybe they wouldn't like everything. The thing about Adventures by Disney is you know there'd be something for them that they would enjoy. Um and I just feel like everybody would love it. Just like they do on the cruise ship. Like there's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of the, it takes so much of the planning because there's so much to do over there. You could just get bogged down and trying to figure out what it is that you want to do and trying to plot it and plan it all out. And it's all taken care of for you. Yeah. All right, Stephanie, do you have another one that you want to talk about? I do. Okay. So I'm going to need you to stick with me for a second because this one is classified as uh, my terminal bucket list. (laughs) And yes, I do mean terminal in that way. Um, So this would be dinner at Victoria and Albert's. It it seems like it would be such a fun night getting to dress up and I would go like full dress up, have great food, get to, you know, talk one-on-one with the chef about, you know, their process and everything but I don't think I could justify the price unless I knew that I was going to be making the big checkout soon and would no longer need that money. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm sorry <laughs> if that's too morbid, but uh, Victoria and Albert's, uh, and this, you know, this would be if somebody invited me, um, I wouldn't say no. Um, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even bother worrying about how much they're spending on me. Um, and it is something I would love to do, but the experience is, you know, several nights at Pop Century, a couple nights at Caribbean Beach, a couple <laughs> nights at Grand Floridian. I, it would be really hard to justify it. What is, is the cost of Vicky and Al's? <laughs> Vicky and Al. I believe at the lower end, it's like four hundred dollars a person. Okay, I had to look this one up because I mean, obviously, I know about it, but I didn't know if it was open back up yet. And I, I don't think it is. Not. I don't think it is yet either. Sad. Mm, okay. Okay. Four hundred is not all. Like four hundred is two nights at Pop Century, Stephanie. But for two people. Okay, so eight hundred total. Yeah. Wait, it's four hundred a person. Yes. Oh, geez, Louise. And that's the lower end. Okay. Rachel, yeah. you you had that much at Palo when we were on the cruise. No, not Palo. What's the other? Remy. 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 No, yeah. no, not even close. Not including even close. the wine, or was that I, Melanie? That was Melanie. <laughs> I'm not a wino like Melanie. Melanie, no. if you're listening, we love you. Oh, and I don't think that that 400 includes drinks. Let's like see. you have to. It. It. Okay. So um. You're supposed to be Jen. selling people on this. Show I know. And you're not selling anyone. <laughs> Tim and Jen Tracker did Victoria and Alberts, and I believe he did show when he was like signing the slip at the end of the night, and I almost had a heart attack. Okay, I want to look that up now. They they've got those big Disney influencer vlogger bucks in their pockets. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Oh. but I've, I, I, I do personally know people who have gone there and they said that, especially if you're a foodie, it is quite the opportunity. Yeah. Mm. I actually Googled how much Tim tracker was worth and I don't know who it was right, but it was quite interesting. Wasn't it like 4 million or something? It was at least, yeah, it was at least a million. When I started watching him, they lived in this like modest house. And like, he was always fixing things around the house and I, what tangent are we going off on? Ah, anyway, and now they, now they definitely have like this super nice house. And, um, but yeah, I am, I am invested in that couple because I cried when they announced that they were pregnant. Listeners, if you're not familiar, um, Tim Tracker is a Disney vlogger and one of the most popular, if not, I would say in the top five uh, in popularity um disney vloggers on youtube and all those things and he, he's a wholesome vlogger and they do get hosted quite a bit um but they're also not afraid to give their honest uh, review mm -hmm. having said that i will not watch his um star cruiser video i i won't watch anybody's star cruiser videos because i don't think anybody is telling the truth on those You'll just have to go and find out for yourself. No. There you go. On your bucket list. <laughs> On to the next. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, just kidding. All right. So my second one is I'm maybe halfway, a little over halfway there now, um, is to sail on all five Disney ships. Um, 
currently there are four, but the wish will be having her maiden voyage soon. And Rachel will be on the pre-maiden voyage. Mm -hmm. That's very exciting. Um, but yeah, my second bucket list is to sail on all five Disney ships. So that would be the fantasy, the magic, the dream, the wonder, and now the wish. And there will be a couple more coming. I don't know how many years down the road, I would say in the next five-ish to 10-ish years. I haven't heard a timeline, but they have been announced. And so they're officially on the way sometime soon. Pre-COVID, it was every year, wasn't it? Maybe, but now post-COVID, I'm sure that's delayed. Yep. So, so far I've sailed on the fantasy twice and I'm sailing on the dream now in July and I'll be on the wish in November. So after November, I'll just have the magic and wonder to go. Um, each of those ships has a general area that they tend to stay in, like the dream, fantasy, and magic usually sail out of Florida and go to Caribbean locations and occasionally Europe, while the wonder is usually on the West Coast and does Alaska and Hawaii sailings. So part of achieving that bucket list of going on all five ships will also include seeing multiple destinations and not just doing the same Caribbean islands all the time. Um, so when the wish sets sail this summer, it will also be doing Caribbean itineraries. Um, the dream and magic are Disney's smaller ships. I say smaller in air quotes. I know y'all can't see me on a podcast, but I just did air quotes on smaller with 875 rooms each. And the dream, fantasy, and wish are larger with 1,200 50 staterooms each. So that's my second one. So I think it, you, I was gonna say, I think you meant to say the magic and the wonder are the smaller. Oh, thank no you. biggie. Correction. Yeah. So, it, so it, people don't get confused. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. called a grand slam when you did all four. So now what are we going to be calling it? What is it going to be called? I think they messed up. They should have just stayed with four ships. We need some, we need a sports analogy of something when you get five which I don't know. <laughs> I do. I'm out. Six so, could be a touchdown, um, yeah. but hmm. who knows? With five. A grand slam and a single. <laughs> I took a look at the 2023 summer itinerary, itineraries, and I saw that they are actually making the dream, the European ship. So they're switching mm. that. The magic used to go over there, but now it's going to be the dream. I think that's a pretty big selling point because that ship's pretty... So it makes a lot of sense because it's a larger ship and they're longer itineraries mm -hmm. the more to do hopefully I, that, that would be a fun one to, to do over there that was a good one amber um okay i guess i need to do my last one here let me see i am going to stick closer to home with my next pick and I'm going to go with a wild Africa trek. This is a three hour tour in animal kingdom. That is very popular. I know because I've tried to book it for my most two recent trips and I've been unsuccessful. Um, a short description of it. You walk along a grassland path, you cross a rope bridge, you ride in a rugged safari vehicle over an open savanna with a chance to view African creatures, including giraffes, rhinos, hippos, and crocodiles. And along your journey, your guide will share insights about the animals that you're viewing, 
as well as details about the park's dedication to animal conservation. There's also food and photo ops to add to the fun. And I'm super hoping to book this for my October trip, but based on my track record, I'm not sure if I'm going to be successful. So even travel agents sometimes have a hard time booking things. Yeah. <laughs> These are the ones you see, right? When you're on the safari ride and you see them crossing that bridge mm -hmm. by crocodiles. Okay. And it looks super scary. Yeah. And there's also <laughs> that one building that you can see that has like a table. That's where the um, meal is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It opens what? when your dining window opens, but like it's never, I, I don't know what the magic is there. Just luck. Yeah. I think too, because these have been gone for a while and I think they came back in like January, February timeframe. People are just eager to try it. So they're, they're booking up really quick. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yep. All right. So that concludes part one of our Disney bucket list series. And Amber, do you want to answer last week's trivia and give shout outs to our winners? Yeah. So last week's trivia question was, what was the sorcerer's name in Fantasia spelled backwards? And the answer is Disney because the sorcerer's name was Yin Sid. And of course, backwards, that is Disney. So congratulations to our trivia winners, Julie Dickinson and our own Abby from Main Street and More Travel. Yay. Okay, so we're going to do a fun fact this week. And since we talked about Olani, Stephanie having that as one of her bucket list destinations, we wondered what's in a name. So Olani traditionally means messenger of a chief or messenger of greater authority. And the name is fitting as the resort serves as a messenger of the higher authority that is Hawaii. So it reflects its spirit and its culture. I thought that was kind of cool. I never knew what Olani meant. I, had right. I really like that. Now, when you go, Stephanie, you can tell people <laughs> staying on property what, what it means. <laughs> now, I don't know. I haven't even looked because I didn't qualify until this year. I don't know how travel agent rates, if they have them compare, but they usually have some pretty good deals for Disney visa card holders, hmm. mm. like up to 30%, depending on what um, room type you choose. I wouldn't be so concerned about the room cost, but airfare is what's mm. going to get you. Yeah. Good point. Maybe, Hopefully. maybe open up a Delta credit card or something, Capital One, start racking up those miles now. I was going to say Southwest if you're in Ohio. <laughs> Does Southwest go to Hawaii? They do. You have to book it via phone for some reason, but they definitely do go there. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. We're happy to be your one-stop shop for talk and tips for Disney Universal and beyond. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Amber, Rachel, and Stephanie are travel professionals with Main Street and More Travel, a no-fee Disney earmarked agency. Please reach out to us on Facebook for a free quote. Please rate and review and tell your friends, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Bye.